0: are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. If you're interested in marketing and you enjoy being a creative problem solver, then this is the episode for you because my next guest has spent the last decade building and fine tuning her expertise in this field. And I can't wait for you to meet her. But before I introduce you to Liz Korfmacher, I want to make sure that you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's Time for Coffee's weekly newsletter that we blast out on Monday mornings to give you an exclusive insider's look at the new episodes we're going to be featuring that week. Just head over to the Time for Coffee website at time, the number coffee.org, and the sign up box is right there on the homepage. And while you're there, I'd like to invite you to scroll down just 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 a little bit where you're going to find all the episodes we've released to date organized by career so you can binge on the episodes and the professionals most relevant to your interests. Now, my coffee coffers, like me, please grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated beverage. Cause it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my next guest is Liz Korfmacher, the head of marketing at Ziva Meditation, where she recently led the comprehensive national best-selling book launch of Stress Less, Accomplish More, which hit Get ready, number seven out of all books on Amazon in week one. This involved developing a kick-ass and super strategic eight-month social, digital, email marketing, and content campaign, which we're going to get into in the longer T4C interview, which was released ahead of this interview. So make sure to give it a listen. Liz has worked at Ziva both as a consultant and a full-time marketing guru for three and a half years. Prior to joining Ziva, Liz worked at the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research, where she was Associate Director of Marketing. Liz, welcome to
1: Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready to go? I am. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Andrea. Oh my goodness. It is
0: my pleasure, Liz. So let us dive right into our 10 espresso shots. These are the 10 questions to help our young listeners get a better handle on how to break into, in this case, marketing. What entry-level jobs, Liz, are available to those young people who want to get into marketing?
1: So the entry-level jobs that you'll find in marketing now are likely called marketing assistant or marketing coordinator, and the tasks will vary greatly by company, by industry. Marketing is a huge umbrella, so if I could give any advice, it would be to look for jobs at companies whose work you're passionate about and look for managers who will help you learn and grow.
0: Oh, that is fantastic advice. So Liz, what is a useful skill or skills that you look for in the young people that you hire?
1: Mm -hmm. So I actually tend to, especially at the entry level, look more for personality traits than skills. I think in terms of skills, being a good writer is something that is so, so important. Having that attention to detail with grammar and spelling, which sounds so rudimentary, but really is so important, such an important foundation. But on top of that, I really love to find people who are self-motivated, who are really eager to learn on the job, who are accountable, detail-oriented. And I work at a small company myself and just having that drive to learn on the job is something that I really, really prioritize.
0: Absolutely. What about someone's major, Liz? And by that, I mean, do they need to be, do they have to be a marketing major to get into this profession? Or is there another major that you think is better suited?
1: So for me, the major is not Important. <laughs> um, <laughs> we may talk about it later, but I majored in international economics, which is a far cry from what I'm doing now. I also minored in French, neither of which I use directly in my work today. So when I'm usually looking for folks, it's much more, as I said, about personality, cultural fit, passion. You might find at a larger company where they're really looking sometimes for a cog to fit in a machine that those things are more important. But for me, it's less so about the experience you had in college.
0: And what I would say to just add a little caveat there. You said you aren't using your French or your international economics degrees directly. I would just say dot, 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 yet because (laughs) you are still relatively early in your career. And at least in my experience, I have been kind of shocked at how some of those random things or even the major that I thought I wasn't putting into practice in the first five, 10 years of my career later became valuable to me. So Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. never know. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. What about A graduate school degree, Liz, and less so for the entry level positions, and more Mm -hmm. so for someone who wants to get to the top of the marketing industry.
1: Mm -hmm. In my opinion, that's also not a prerequisite for success. And I've actually been talked out of getting an MBA by multiple mentors and bosses. Marketing changes so quickly. And I think that what you learn may not even be relevant five years down the road. Certainly, there are foundational concepts that stand the test of time. But I have not needed one. And like I said, I've been talked out of actually going that route. And as someone who had huge undergrad loans, it was wise for me to save that money anyway.
0: I'm curious, what did your mentor say to you about why you shouldn't pursue an MBA?
1: Basically that what I could learn by working would be more relevant. And that what I might learn in an MBA program would be, like I said, more foundational. I think they really wanted me to find real world experience and to learn from the doing and less so from concepts.
0: Okay. so speaking of real world experiences, what kind of life experiences, Liz, do you think are most useful for someone starting out in this field of marketing?
1: Mm -hmm. What I really think is important is self-awareness and authenticity. And I say that because marketing today is shifting from less scripted and manicured to much more authentic. With the rise of social media, the more authentic you can be, the better your work translates. So I would say follow your passions and interests. So for me, that included traveling abroad. I did some consulting on the side at one point, which really gave me an insight into other businesses and other industries. But really, it's It's just about tapping into your authenticity, being real and letting that translate into your work. And I think that is super helpful in marketing right now.
0: You mentioned traveling abroad and you studied French as a minor in college. Mm -hmm. What was it about your being overseas your junior year? And maybe you've done travel in addition to that that you think has helped you become a better marketing professional?
1: Mm, That's a good question. Yeah, so I studied abroad my junior year of college and I studied in Paris and it was a real fish out of water experience. And I think it helped me to adapt. It helped me to see how other people live. It helped me to see beyond my own bubble. And I'm from the New York metro area and of all the places on earth, Paris is not that different. But even so, it was a really amazing experience to interact with people who spoke a different language, who had different customs, who valued different things. And I think as a whole, that really helped to shape who I am. It's one of my favorite experiences I've had in my whole life. It's something I'm very proud of. So, and the other piece of it too, is I think speaking another language helps you tap into a creative side of your brain that I find is very useful in marketing.
0: Wonderful. I think speaking another language is a golden key that unlocks so many doors. You can't even imagine how much Mm -hmm. it's helpful because Mm -hmm. once you are able to communicate with the people who live in that country, it's like a third dimension (laughs) that's
1: created. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was great. I really loved it. I lived with a host family, got to know their personal traditions and things like that. And the whole experience was just fabulous. And I haven't been immersed in the language in a long time, but I visited Paris again a couple years ago and I could still kind of pick it up pretty easily. So.
0: Fantastic. That really helped when you wanted to get your pound chocolate.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, what for you Liz is the best
0: part of Being in this profession.
1: The best part for me truly is the potential for creativity and for learning new things. There is always something new to learn in marketing between there being a new social media platform, a new tool, a new strategy. There's just no lack of things to learn and things to try. And speaking of which, one of my other favorite things is that you really get to test out your ideas in real time. I'll have a big brainstorm and a big thought, and I'm like, I wonder if this would work. And the greatest thing is that I can then test it, whether it's via social, we'll do an A-B test or send out an email or survey our audience, things like that. And you get real-time feedback. So that to me is really exciting.
0: I actually wonder, I'm just thinking about what you said earlier about your major in international economics. I know you took micro and I'm Mm -hmm. guessing, did you have to take any statistics or any courses like that?
1: I actually didn't, and I wish that I had. I remember clearly my advisor saying I should take statistics, and in college I was like, "No way! That's like another math class. <laughs> I don't want to do that." It wasn't a requirement, so I did not do that. And I remember him saying this. He didn't say you'll regret it, but he was like, "You'll really benefit from this." And I said, "No." <laughs>
0: so, See, I'm wrong. I wish I had. <laughs> I I'm wrong. I'm wondering, Liz, if any of the classes that you ended up taking might have had some kind of math or research or comparative something or another that you are now applying as you just said and like those a b tests with emails
1: Mm -hmm. i hate to disappoint you but no (laughs) that's okay
0: it is not the first time i've been wrong and it won't be the last yeah so the flip side liz what for you is the part of your current job that sucks the most
1: so, this is going to kind of sound like a cop out, and I think my last answer and this one go hand in hand, but. There are so many things and opportunities and programs that I want to pursue, and I just can't do them all purely because of time limitations. It's part of being at a small company that's growing very rapidly. We're constantly evaluating our priorities. Some of my big brainstorm ideas I think could be so cool don't always rise to the top of the list. So that's the thing that's frustrating, but that's about it. Yeah, for the most part, it's really fun.
0: That's awesome. So Liz, what is the best career advice that you've ever gotten?
1: I actually think in my personal career, what has been the most helpful, which is actually life advice more than career advice, but I think it also applies perfectly here, is that everything happens for a reason. Every step on my career path, the good and the bad things have led me to where I am now, and I'm so happy in my current role. And there were certainly things that happened that I couldn't see at the time were good things. But the road that I've taken, which has been a little unlikely, has really taken me to a place where I'm fulfilled and happy and proud at this moment. So I think that's good career advice is to just know that it's going to work out. Everything happens for a reason. Even if something quote unquote bad happens, it's leading you to something better.
0: That is so beautiful. And I have to say that has been my experience too. That even the really shitty things that have happened that seemed at the time to be devastating and were, actually were all for the best and helped me to reach a new and deeper sense of happiness and fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just kind of trusting the process.
1: Yeah, for sure. So
0: final two espresso shots, Liz, what movies, if any, or Netflix, Hulu, Amazon shows, or even fiction books, do you think accurately depict your profession?
1: There's really not one that I can think of. Like I said before, marketing is such a broad umbrella and the path that I've chosen and been on is that of being at either nonprofit organizations or very small companies. And I can't think of one that kind of depicts that. If there is a movie that I'm not thinking of where work is really fun and fulfilling, (laughs) that would be the one.
0: Um. (laughs) Oh, that one.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. It's
0: a really good one. You should should check it out. Well, maybe that'll be something you'll do one day Perfect. is to either write a book about mm-hmm. what it's like to be a badass marketing professional in the social good space, or perhaps you will produce a short film or something like that. That would be cool. So final espresso shot. What would Java junkies be surprised to learn about marketing, Liz? Liz.
1: I would say, I wish this weren't a surprise, but what I feel surprised about in my current role is that it's so much fun. And this certainly depends on your boss and the company that you work at and the nature of your work. But if you're in a job where you love the people you work with and you're passionate about the work you're doing, work doesn't have to be stress-inducing or anxiety-provoking. You don't have to have the Sunday scaries every Sunday night fearing for... Monday to come and how stressful the week is going to be, work can be really, really fun. And I think it has a really great impact on your life when you're in a role that fulfills you and makes you happy. So that has been, I've lived both sides of that coin and I prefer this one (laughs) to be more happy and have fun.
0: Absolutely. And I'm guessing again, because of the experience I've had, Liz, that having gone through the really tough experiences has helped you to appreciate even more where you are and what you're doing now.
1: Absolutely. And it's also helped me to see going through those tougher times and tougher jobs has really helped me to take a look at myself and evaluate what I was doing to kind of make that situation worse or to not get myself out of that situation. And I bring those lessons that I've learned to my role as I move forward. And that's been super valuable.
0: Well, as I mentioned... You should take a listen, Java Junkies, to the main T4C interview that I did with Liz. It's already out there so you can hear more about what she does as the head of marketing at the amazing Ziva Meditation. Liz, thank you so much for making time for coffee today with me and the T4C community. You are such a cool and remarkable professional, and it's been just a pleasure speaking with you.
1: Thanks so much, Andrea. It's been a blast.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.